This podcast is proudly supported by Drama Victoria. Hello and welcome to The Assigned, a podcast for drama teachers and students. This is a script tease episode where we talk through some of the world's greatest plays, jump through the major plot points, give some background, and of course, spoil the endings, all in less than five minutes. We do the hard work so you can do the easy listening. Today, we do a musical with Into the Woods by Stephen Sondheim and James Lapine, written in the late 1980s, premiering in 1986. Let's get to it. Why is it called that? This title has multiple symbolic meanings, with the woods acting as an allegory for life choices, that allegory being making active choices to control your fate, and of course the mystery of the unknown. But it's also a literal wood many of the main characters enter, and it's also a song that is sung just as the lead's plot places them in the direction of the mysterious woods on more than one occasion. So what's this thing about? This musical is distinctly split into two halves. The first act introduces all of the fairy tale characters we will be spending time with. Cinderella, Jack of the Beanstalk fame and his mother and their cow, Little Red Riding Hood, Rapunzel, some princes, the witch, and the story's protagonists, the baker and the baker's wife, named the baker's wife. There's also a narrated character who throughout the story gives us insight, even starting with Once Upon a Time. The first act takes us through the stories we already know. Jack off to sell the cow. Cinderella wants to go to the King's Festival. Her stepmother and sisters mocking her. Little Red is setting off to Grandmother's house. And the princes are looking for love. The story of the baker and his wife is given more detail as audiences are not familiar with it. We discover the baker's father was a thief who stole from the witch's garden. And so the witch cursed the baker's family with sterility. But there is a cure. All the baker needs is a cow as white as milk, a cape as red as blood, some hair as yellow as corn, and a slipper as pure as gold. Jack's cow, Cinderella's shoes, Rapunzel's hair, or maybe not, we'll see, and Red Riding Hood's red cape. The baker decides he will go to the woods and find those things, although the baker's wife sneaks along too. But they don't have long, only three days. Or three midnights. Also, the witch stole the baker's sister when she was a baby and named her Rapunzel. Through the course of the first act, we see the baker and his wife go about trying to get the items through any means necessary. First apart, and then as a team. Stealing, lying, resurrecting the dead, you name it. Things don't always go smoothly for the fairy tale characters, but they do overcome. Giants, a blind husband, predator wolves, and some sticky situations. But eventually, the princes find wives in Cinderella and Rapunzel. Jack climbs the beanstalk. Little Red and Granny kill the wolf, and Red gets a new skin cape. And the curse is lifted. Twist, allowing the witch to look young again. Something she wanted. She's been manipulating us the whole time. Who would have thought it? But the baker's wife does become pregnant, so all is well. The witch does actually realise that now that she's got her beauty back, she's lost her powers. And we still don't know the identity of the mysterious man. We end Act 1 with Ever After, a song of the successes of Act 1. Act 2 is where the happily ever after starts. All is not as well as they would like. The baby the Baker family wanted so much is a handful, and the Baker does not help. Cinderella is getting restless and wants a festival. Rapunzel has been driven mad by her years in isolation. Jack misses the kingdom in the sky. The princes have found new love with Sleeping Beauty and Snow White, and a giant has been heard roaming the area, perhaps having killed Little Red's mother. So everyone heads back into the woods. Many events occur in the woods, including the death of Jack's mother at the hands of the royal family steward. The giantess reveals that she will leave the area if they hand Jack over to her as revenge for killing her husband. 
The group hand over the narrator instead. This does not fool the giant and the narrator dies. The witch, Little Red, Jack, Baker and Cinderella argue over whose fault it is that the giant has come to town. And after being separated from the baker, the baker's wife has a fling with Cinderella's prince. Moments later, she dies. It is revealed the mysterious man who's been appearing is the baker's father. The group decide to kill the giant and succeed. Those who are left decide to work together to rebuild after the destruction. Even though the royal family is dead, and Granny as well. It seems as if we have learnt our lesson, but the final words are, I wish. Cementing the main idea of the show, be careful what you wish for, or if my wish comes true, will I actually be any happier? If you didn't know the play before, you do now, a bit. If you like the sound of it, have a read. That was Script Tease. Remember, this was just our version of the play's story, highlighting the bits we think are important. You may also have your favourite bits and moments you want to mention. If you do, please leave a comment on SoundCloud or Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. That's all from us at The Aside and this episode of Script Tease. There are a load of episodes in the bank, including more Script Tease episodes and over 200 episodes of The Aside. If you would like to ask us a question, do not hesitate to do so at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here, to Aaron Searle for providing the music, to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support, and of course, thank you for listening. <laughs>